number three of the Bill Michaels Show. Big one tonight, Wisconsin returning to the AP Top 10. You've got uh, Greg Gard's crew tonight taking on uh, taking on Purdue after getting that win over the uh, Scarlet Knights the other day. Good stuff. 66-61 on Saturday. Uh, the top six teams in the AP Top 25 all lost on Saturday, by the way, the first time that has ever happened. Gonzaga, Arizona, Auburn, Purdue, Kansas, and Kentucky all went down. Badgers move up. UW ranked number thirteen last week. They are um, they are number in, t- in the top ten in the country. Five other Big Ten teams in the AP rankings, by the way. Purdue dropped from uh, number four to number eight after they lost to Michigan State. Illinois, number twenty, followed by number twenty-three, Ohio State, number twenty-four, Iowa. Michigan State got votes, did not return to the top 25, though. So they're just on the outside looking in. But UW sits atop the Big Ten. They can win it outright with a win tonight. White out at the Kohl Center. God, I wish I was there tonight. Wish I was heading. I wish I didn't have these meetings I had to go to. But I'll be watching tonight for sure. Looking forward to it. Going to race to the meetings, do my thing, and then head right back home. Sit down, make a little dinner, and enjoy the rest of the night. Big night tonight. Uh, this is from uh, Cousin Jake, who says, uh, um, oh, he's talking about Aaron Rodgers. I thought he was talking about Greg Gard. Um, uh, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to get into that. Not going to get into that. Um, Sean says, uh, how much do you think the Shailene Woodley thing makes a difference in Aaron's life as to what he wants to do? We have to take that into consideration. Not all of it is all football all the time. No, you're right. I mean, but the one one constant that we can all look at is relationships have come, they've gone. Hell, I've been divorced. I still do my job. I've I've changed companies. I've created my my own company. But we still do kind of do our job. That's the, the, the four hours a day we're here. Now, granted, it's not just four hours a day of work, but the four hours a day we're on the air. This is what it, the work is. This is where this pays off. Um, Rogers is a football player. He's a competitor. He walks through life with chips on his shoulder for people that say he couldn't have done this or done that and proves everybody wrong. He has got a reputation as being, if not the best, but certainly one of the top three best quarterbacks of all time, technically. Um, now, when it comes to rings, obviously he's still chasing that. But I, I, you, I don't think you walk away from the game because you may or may not have lost a relationship. Now, what was rumored, which is interesting because I know the girl giggling in the background of the Aaron Rodgers-Pat McAfee show last week, uh, got everybody to raise an eyebrow that it was somehow Shailene Woodley and said, see, he didn't break up with her. Uh, her publicist is the one that confirmed they are not engaged anymore, but said that they would always be friends. Now, I don't know if maybe that means that they're just friends and she was still hanging out or there were other people there or Aaron Rodgers moved on very quickly. I have no idea. Hell, who knows? Maybe it was family. Maybe there were some friends over there. Or maybe it indeed was the TV, even though we don't think it was. But I think the one constant in your life as an athlete is athletics, is is your playing days. And when Aaron Rodgers looking into the abyss of retirement at this point, knowing that those days, whether it's this year, at the end of this year, in two years, four years, five years, 
But that's it. You, you're, you, what you dreamed of your entire life is coming to an end. And you're not even middle-aged. And that career is going to be done. And then you're going to be one of those Hall of Fame guys that's out on tour, whether it's playing golf or signing autographs or going to certain celebrity tournaments or whatever it happens to be. I, you know, he, I, my assumption is is that no. he's in, If you're insinuating that he's going to quit because of Shailene Woodley no longer being a part of his life, no, I, I, don't, I don't see that happening. What I see is just the opposite. Then you, you kind of bury yourself in your work. You bury yourself in more study and wanting to be better and more. I mean, I think we've all gone through that where you have a relationship of some type end and then you walk away from it. There's a you're either, you know, lonely with regret or you're anticipatory with, you know, the weight lifted off your shoulder. One of the two, usually. Or maybe just excited for a new experience. Who knows? But usually that's the way. You go, and then you end up throwing yourself either into your work or into a hobby or into something. Very rarely, I, I can't imagine Aaron Rodgers sitting curled up in the fetal position, um, you know, laying in bed watching, you know, reruns of Big Bang Theory. You know, I just don't see that happening. So uh, again, I going back to the original question. No, he's not going to retire. He's not walking away from football. The only way he would walk away from football is if he got pissed off at the Packers. And then he'd take a year hiatus, go do a year-long colon cleanse, and come back. Uh, Dave says, hey, Bill, I do not have Rogers fatigue. I have mafia fatigue. If we only talked about what Rogers says rather than the speculate about what he does, where he goes, who his girlfriends are, we would be better off. I agree with you. I agree with you. I That's why... When it comes to all the Shailene Woodley stuff, I don't get into that speculation, you know? I mean, even though I just kind of did, but that was more so because of a question. I don't just bring it up. You know, the only time we brought it up was when the story made the rounds and the publicist confirmed that they were no longer engaged. That they had, uh, I think that they said actually that they had broken up. Or maybe just the engagement was off. I couldn't remember. But other than that... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Ross says it was Danica. Danica's doing okay. You follow her on Instagram? Danica's doing okay. She's got a winery now. I think she's got a wine. Either that or she's just selling these glassware, these wine glasses. I, I see her pop up on Instagram every now and then. You know what popped up on Instagram the other day was, I don't know how many years ago, it was like 12 years ago or something like that. Danica was at Indy. And it was her Maxim, um, her Maxim shoot, the uh, shoot that she did in the bikini for Maxim, where she's bending over the car. That popped up the other day on uh, Facebook. Somebody posted that. Um, <laughs> Garrett says a, a year-long colon cleanse. That would be rough. I'm telling you, right? You know what? When you yelled, you would be able to hear your own echo. <laughs> Yeah, if you did a year-long colon cleanse, yeah, that that's not a good way to go. By any stretch, I get it. Uh, Robin says, hey, book this. Rodgers will not retire this year and then have to uh, share the Hall of Fame stage with Tom Brady. No, he's not. And and Big Ben. Don't forget. 
Nope. Big Ben Roethlisberger, too, because he'll go in to the Hall of Fame. Imagine that. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, he was the first to call it a career. He did it. He knew he was coming to an end. It was his last hurrah. He knew it. So he he retired. Then Brady, I think Brady saw the writing on the wall and went, oh, you know what, I we're not going to win again. We're not going to have enough around me. I don't want to go through this for another year just to get to another year. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and call it a career and walk away. So Ben Roethlisberger is actually going to share the stage with Brady. I That's why I know Rodgers is not going to retire because um, he is not going to share. It's It would be a three-way spotlight. Now, it would be a hell of a quarterback class to be elected into the Hall of Fame, wouldn't it? I mean, it would be amazing. In five years, it would all be th- three first ballot Hall of Famers. With, hands down, they would all share the stage. Uh, Dave says media fatigue, not mafia fatigue. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, that's another reason I didn't think Rogers was going to retire. The only way Rogers would retire, and I said this before, let's say, um, you know, I don't know, for blanks and giggles, let's say they trade him to the Dolphins. Let's say he goes to the Dolphins. They're a 9-8 and eight football team, but they may get a couple more wins, three more wins, and maybe they can get to 12. Maybe they could win the division. Who knows? But Miami, I don't think he wants to go to Miami. Let's say they trade him to Houston. Houston offers up anything and everything. They want to give the Packers Deshaun Watson and three draft choices and everything, right? He's not going to want to go to Houston. They're in the midst of a rebuild. But if he gets traded there, he doesn't have a choice. So he could just retire. Same thing with Jacksonville. He doesn't want to go there. They're in the midst of a rebuild. Not going to go there. Not going to go anywhere else unless they trade him to, uh, was it uh, maybe the Raiders or Denver in the AFC? Pittsburgh, possibly. But he wouldn't retire. He'd, he'd embrace that. He would go and work with Mike Tomlin. I think he'd have success there. 877 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Um, <laughs> This is from Buffalo Bob, who says, whatever happened to Olivia Munn? Uh, they broke up. I was never an Olivia Munn fan. She was uh, she was a nasty person. The only experiences I've ever had with her, uh, she was a nasty person. We were up at Lambeau, and her entourage uh, wanted us to get out of the elevator because Olivia does not ride the elevator with anyone. Shut up. Then get off of it. So Mike Clemens and I went up the elevator. Olivia did not want to ride in the elevator with anyone. Oh. Okay. Talk to you later, Olivia. I heard uh, I heard a lot of nasty stories about her. Just ripping Green Bay, ripping people around Green Bay, ripping just, you know, yeah, she was not a, a wonderful person to be near. And then that all got confirmed when she would not ride up in the elevator with us. Like, why? What are you going to do, fart? Olivia Munn, cuss the cheese in the elevator. That was going to be the headline? That's what we were looking for? (laughs) Uh, Snap says, as a Cal Berkeley alum, having watched Rogers extensively in person at Cal, I am still surprised uh, he 
turned out to be a great pro, uh, as great a pro as he has. Um, he won't, I mean, you can't be overwhelmingly surprised because he was supposed to be the number one overall pick over Alex Smith, right? I mean, he was a hell of a quarterback. He had all the talent in the world. He had, he had, he had all kinds of talent. He just kept overachieving. And everybody thought, well, maybe he's going to hit a ceiling. I agree with you. Everybody thought he hit a ceiling. But I, 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 I've I, told this story a thousand times. The first day, right after they drafted him, and they do that uh, that rookie. They used to do a rookie lunch where they bring all the rookies in, and it was open, big round tables, and the media could go sit and talk to all these guys. And nobody was talking to Rodgers because, remember, they had had Favre. So everybody was around all the other guys that were drafted. You know, uh, guys that could be impact players, specifically so for uh, for Brett Favre to throw to. So everybody else is kind of looking around, looking around, and, you know, there's Aaron Rodgers, but, you know, there's Nick Collins. They picked up Terrence Murphy. They were hoping Terrence Murphy, the, the, the second-round draft choice, was going to develop into this uh, Randy Moss type of player. You know, you had Brady Papinga coming in. They were looking for another linebacker. I think they had, uh, who was the other one? They had a... They had uh, a a late-round wide receiver. I can't remember the guy's name, but they were hoping he was going to amount to something. Never did, which is why I can't remember his name. But Rodgers is sitting there, and I I went and talked to him, and I I was so blown away by his knowledge of things. The most intelligent guy I'd ever talked to on those rookie days. And just he, he was so good. I just, I remember walking away going, wow, if this guy's, Half as good as um, as he a- appears to be, you know. I mean, mentally wise. I mean, it's like, wow, this guy's just this guy's amazing, just amazing. And you got to remember, man. I mean, you go back to the year. My last last time doing one of those was nineteen ninety nine. I had Achilles Smith. Before that, it was guys like Takeo Spikes because I was in Cincinnati. Takeo Spikes. You know, Steve Foley, Mike Goff, those guys. Now, the the only guy that I really thought was an intelligent guy was uh, God, I can't remember what year he was drafted in. I think it was well, it was mid nineties, late nineties. Willie Anderson, he was a big left tackle, came out of Auburn for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. He was a really solid guy. The year before that, though, we had Kajana Carter. <laughs> Kajana Carter, that guy was a train wreck out of Penn State. Oh my goodness. The number one overall pick. The number one overall pick. And he was just a, he he was a turd. Anyway, uh, but I've had my fair share of David Klingler and those guys, you know, fair share of quarterbacks to talk to, people to talk to coming into the National Football League and covering this league for so many years. And Rodgers just blew me away. Just absolutely blew me away with his knowledge and just how well-spoken the guy was and just... His just recall, and it, it was just amazing. Just amazing. Uh, a little bit late for a break. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. we got a lot more to get to. More of the Bill Michael Show is coming up next. Glad to have you on this Tuesday. Bill Michael Show, we continue. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Wrestling Taco. They're on uh, 84th Street right there. 
uh, just south of State Fair Park, 84th Street. Uh, they open up at 4 o'clock. Uh, early, uh, late lunch, early dinner, good margaritas, whatever it happens to be, all weekend long. As well, that's the wrestling taco. Marcus and Nicole and everybody over there, they always have so much fun. They do a lot of dress-up stuff, too. They do theme nights and all kinds of stuff. I've seen uh, different musical acts over there. They put music in there on the weekends, too. So good stuff. That's uh, the wrestling taco in West Dallas, Wisconsin. Stop in and tell them we said hi. So I heard it on the Bill Michaels Show. Um, This one is from, uh, who's this from? Oh, it's not signed. I don't know if they're calling me honey or your name is honey. Couldn't tell you. But it says, uh, Aaron Rodgers just needs the time to sort things out. His life is in a little bit of disarray right now. He knows what he needs to do. He just has to get the quote, and I kid you not, they wrote gumption, G-U-M-P-T-I-O-N, gumption to do it. Um, then honey goes on, I would assume there, it's called honey. Uh, says, uh, all men need a couple of moments after a relationship to just breathe. That's what Aaron Rodgers is doing. He's going to be fine. He'll come back and lead us to another championship. I have faith. Been listening to you for many years. Keep up the good work. And there you go. What a nice, uh, what a nice email. Very pleasant. Love that stuff. Um... Tidbit says, so if and when Rodgers retires, does he bump A.J. Hawk? No. Rodgers, I got to think Rodgers would, and I know McAfee making a $30 million a year. We don't we don't blink an eye at stuff like that because some actors and actresses, they get tons of money, tons of money to uh, do certain things, to do their craft. We don't blink an eye at it. Then again, we're not rooting for them. That doesn't really affect our community. It doesn't f- affect our enthusiasm. I don't. I don't. Can't remember the last time that I went. Oh God, Costner's coming out with another movie. Oh no, it ain't ain't happening. Kyle uh, says, "Let's talk Badger basketball." Uh, Kyle, you're late, man. We've been talking about it. We talked about it numerous times throughout the day. What do you want to talk about? He says, "Might be the biggest game in the Greg Guard tenure." Uh, I don't know if it's the biggest. It's certainly a big game, but this is not the biggest. The biggest would be a do or die game. This is a game as, uh, this is a, a game, a big game in the sense of winning the Big Ten. Okay. But I think at this point, could we say that the Badgers are kind of playing with some house money here? Not a whole lot of people pick them to win. The Big Ten. So to say it's a big game, it is a big game. I'm excited for this game tonight. It, it's destinational viewing. Coming home, getting ready, cooking. I already got some stuff on the on the uh, on the skillet that I'm going to fire up when I get off the air, real quick. Put it in the fridge. Come home, heat it up tonight. That way, I don't have to do anything. Just sit down, put a beverage in front of me, maybe a cigar, eat, enjoy. That's it. Period. That's what I'm looking forward to. But. In the sense of this being the biggest game in his tenure, no, it's not. Because they're playing with house money. Right? I I mean, it, to me, it would be a big game if they were in the Final Four. If they overachieved and they're in the Final Four and you're looking to go to a national title game. That's a big game. But I think at this point, I don't think anybody really expected this. 
Who at this point thought the Badgers would be sitting here today? You know? Now think about that for a minute. If you thought that the Badgers were going to be fighting for the top spot in the uh, in the Big Ten, raise your hand. I don't think anybody did. I don't think anybody thought uh, that this was going to be what it is. I don't think anybody thought that they were going to be vying for that top spot right now. So, in essence, house money, man. Again, I'm good with that. 877-867-16. And we can talk Badger basketball. I'll do that right now. Wisconsin Badgers ranked number 10 in the country, top spot in the Big Ten. If we thought that we'd be looking at the rest of their schedule going, you know what, if you could just go through Michigan, Minnesota, Rutgers, Purdue, get that win over Purdue, and then Nebraska, you're going to win the Big Ten? I don't think anybody looked at it this way. Anybody. I think we all knew Illinois would be good. Michigan State's always there. You can always count on Michigan State. Ohio State, uh, about as advertised coming into the season. We knew Purdue was going to be good. Uh, Purdue's had some 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 losses along the way that you kind of scratched your head over, you know. But I, I don't think anybody looked at Purdue and thought, you know, yeah, Purdue's not, you know. Yeah, I didn't think Purdue would lose to Michigan. I didn't think they would lose. But both of those games we knew would be tough because both of those games were on the road. So you knew the game against Michigan. Uh, I didn't think anybody would even blink an eye at them losing on the road to Northwestern, even though that's like playing in a glorified high school gym. Going into Michigan State, always tough. You can flip a coin in the air whether or not you're going to win that contest. But I never, I mean, I thought, okay, maybe they say lose at, well, who'd they play? Uh, Illinois. Maybe they'd lose at Illinois, but they didn't. But they came right back with a loss at Indiana right after that earlier this year. But after that, they got on a roll. They beat teams they should be, but then again, they beat Ohio State and Illinois in that mix. Both of those at uh, in West Lafayette, but two top 25 teams in that stretch. So now we'll see if we'll see if for the first time all season Purdue loses back-to-back games because this is they're facing teams that good teams on the road. On the road they lost to Indiana. They the only home loss this season for them was uh was the Wisconsin game. That's the only home loss. All the rest of their losses have come on the road. On the road. So they lost. No, really. I mean, you know, Michigan was unranked technically when they they lost to them this past week. They're on the outside looking in. They lost to, uh, or that Michigan State, I should say. They lost to Michigan on the road. They lost to Indiana on the road. So teams outside of the top 25, they they have somewhat struggled with. Lost to Rutgers on the road. But they've beaten the rest of the top 25 teams on the road, which is so amazing. So Badgers have their hands full tonight. Um, Kyle says, I'm okay if it's called a big game because everyone was calling for guard to be fired after last season. Uh, after the recording was leaked and then the uh, the program 
had a dark cloud hanging over it. Everybody, everyone said guard couldn't develop anyone. Most everyone on the team took a big step. Uh, two big, cha- uh, two big ten championships in three years is pretty big. Yeah, but you just said it, Kyle. Nobody expected this. Everyone was calling for guard to be fired. There was uh, now I wasn't, but others were, and I said no. He's going to keep his job over this. And then you find out. I mean, granted, he came into this season with somewhat of a, um, you know, a glorified eye on the program to see what was going to happen. But I, I didn't think he would be fired. I just didn't. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? Feel free to go ahead and do so. But 8 o'clock tonight, man, they get it on at the Kohl Center. Can't wait. Can't wait. So how big? Well, I'll ask you then. I'll ask the rest of you. How big of a game is this for the Badger program? How big of a pro? How how big of a game is this? Do you feel for the Badger program? I think it's big. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's big in the sense that oh my god they got to win this. We all you know we picked them to win the Big Ten. No, I I never 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 thought that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Is this a big game tonight? I think it's a big game. Yeah, win the Big Ten. Hell yeah, big game tonight. And a wide out at the Kohl Center. It's got a big game feel, but the expectation at the beginning of the season was not this. You know what I mean? It's 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 um. And Ryan, you're right to a certain extent. I I would agree with that. It's a big game. Um. Uh, Ryan says it's a big game if they win. Not huge if they lose. Uh, the tournament, obviously, a lot more important at this point. But uh, just hope it's not a blowout. I, it won't be. But, Ryan, you're right. It's a big game if they win. And if they lose, you're like, eh, we didn't expect them to win the Big Ten anyway. That's what I'm saying. Your, your, your emotions... As much as you want them to win, and there's hope there, your emotions are, they're playing with house money, man. We didn't expect this, right? We didn't expect this. So, yeah, that, it, it's a big game in that sense. But uh, but big one tonight. Win that Big Ten. I'll take it. Uh, 877-867-1670. I ask you that question. Is it a big game, or do you feel like this is kind of like a, yeah, you know, Hope they win. Hope they win. We'll see what happens. Um, hey, Ebo, you there? Yes, sir. I am just reading uh, Ben Kenny tweeted out that him and Zach Heilprin are, are teaming up for a show. Yeah, 6 to 7. Correct? 6 to 7 p.m. Thursdays. I don't know wow. how Ben did it, but he somehow pulled first billing. He got he got first billing. Kenny and Heilprin. Yeah. Now, what happens then come the huddle at the beginning of the season next year? The huddle gets the see ya treatment. So, no, I don't think the huddle will ever get the see you treatment. Uh, no, not the huddle. <laughs> excuse me. Kenny, Kenny Halpern get the see you oh, treatment. Okay, 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 okay. That was, that was okay. my bad. Okay. <laughs> As the program director, you're supposed to know these things. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> Kenny and Halpern gets the see you treatment. <laughs> oh, there you go. But Kenny and Halpern. So, and Kenny is his last name, by the way, for those that don't know. 
uh, just tuning in. It's Ben Kenny and Zach Alpert. Now, Ben Kenny is his real name, correct? Yeah, I mean, that is not a radio name. That is a legit right. name. He's a, he's a dude with legit two first names. There you go. But uh, live every Thursday, 6 to 7. 96.7 FM, 1670 AM, which is the zone out in Madison. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. But uh, there you go. They're all Badgers all the time. Ben Kenny loves that too, though. He loves he loves the Badgers. Went there, loves it, eats it, breathes it. So, yeah, good to go. Is this a big game tonight in your eyes, uh, Evo? Yeah, uh, definitely. For me, big time. I mean, I love Badger basketball is like my thing. So I love the fact that they were – given what 10th was the consensus in the big 10 and I get you what you're saying the playing with house money and just to see Greg guard look at all his haters because I'm a guard guy to look at mm-hmm. Greg guard and they look at all his haters in the face and basically giving them the most biggest F you by going and winning the big right. 10 after all that nonsense that happened last season with Orlando Tucker releasing those tapes and whatnot all one-sided I personally I think it's a vendetta thing and Greg guard to just get it done with just Johnny Davis as the only NBA player on this team is pretty special to stay above the fray, um, you give Guard a lot of credit, where he did not jump into the mud. He didn't start flinging stuff back. He just kind of wrapped his arms around the program. He obviously met with, heard from Barry, heard from McIntosh uh, during the transition and just said, hey, you know, things are good. I mean, I, I, I would think we would all be crazy not to think that there was a very, very watchful eye uh, on the program from above. But, no, nah, he's, he's done a fantastic job, without a doubt. Um, going back to, by the way, the, uh, the Packers for a minute, uh, heavy.com says that a uh, short tumultuous road for Jordan love through his first couple of years of the NFL, the Packers select the love with the 26 pick. We all know that. Um, but meanwhile, love has not looked the part of his successor at all. And they say the young signal caller has fallen so short of the mark. In fact, that one NFL analyst is uh, asserted recently that the biggest mistake the Packers could make this offseason, emerging from the draft with Love still occupying a spot on the roster. They're saying that uh, it is time to trade him away. So one of the, uh, who did they say? One of the NFL analysts. So my assumption is a former player asserted recently that the biggest mistake the Packers could make this offseason is emerging from the NFL draft with Jordan Love still occupying a spot on their roster. That's what I've been saying. Trade them. Trade them away. It's time. And that would then lead you to believe, okay, you'd have to start thinking to yourself, okay, if they're going to trade them away, then why would I want to make the Rodgers deal a short-term deal? Why would I not make it a long-term deal? More than, or at least four years. That's the question. So I, I would look at the, I, you know, I mean, I know that we're talking about a short-term deal, two-year deal, most likely, for that Aaron Rodgers is working on, at least his people, or that's being reported by Ian Rappaport. Um, they're looking at a two-year deal, or say short-term deal, I would be looking at a longer-term deal. If you're if you're going to indeed get rid of Jordan Love, then I'd go long-term, man. I'd go at least four years. At least. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Thoughts on that? At least. At least four years and be trading away Jordan Love.
Um, Cheddarball says that uh, maybe they brought in Tom Clements to work with Jordan Love. No. No. Not even a thought. Nope. Tom Clements. I mean, even uh, Brian Gutekinds in his press conference a week ago admitted that Aaron Rodgers had a hand. They went to Aaron. Who do you want to work with? And he's the one that chose Tom Clements. He did not pick Tom Clements to come back and work with Jordan Love. Just didn't. Not happening. Not at all. Just saying. Uh, they picked they picked uh, Tom Clements to come back to work with Aaron Rodgers. There's there's no connection. That's the thing. And we've talked about this time and again. There's no connection with Tom Clements to this coaching staff other than Aaron Rodgers. I mean, some people in the building knew Tom. You know, don't get me wrong. You know, Brian Gutekinds has known Tom. But other than that, there's there's no connection. This has been a younger, more aggressive type of coaching staff and and more relatable type of coaching staff. And to bring in Tom Clements, that is strictly, strictly um, a, a Aaron Rodgers move. That's it. That's it. Um, let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. We do, though. I want to let you know our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals, they're on the ice. They're still, they're still smoking, still playing good, good hockey. If you haven't seen the Admirals, get out and check out the Admirals. They got a lot of good stuff. They got, uh, they got a salute to wrestling coming up, uh, this Sunday. In case you didn't know, a salute to wrestling. I did not know that, but they do. Salute to wrestling coming up, uh, on Sunday. Now that we're in the month of March, you only have one more month to go. Then we're into the postseason. Coming up this Friday, they got Texas. Texas at the UW Panther Arena. Then on Sunday, the Grand Rapids Griffins are coming to town. The salute to wrestling, as I had mentioned. But on the 11th and the 12th, the 11th, it's the dreaded Rockford Ice Hogs. Good rivalry there. And a rivalry with the Chicago Wolves with a country concert after the fact. Coming up on uh, Saturday the 12th. Tickets are still available. And check out. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com for all the information and ticket availability as well. But they got a salute to wrestling and they got a country concert coming up on Saturday night the 12th. That is the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. How we're looking. Waiting for uh, Brian Gutekinds. He is going to be uh, stepping to the podium down at the Combine and uh, fielding some questions. We'll dip into that. And then after the fact, he is going to meet one-on-one with the, well, I shouldn't say one-on-one, but with the smaller group of local media. You would assume that the, you would assume that the questions nationally are all going to be about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. That's going to be the big questions regarding um, you know, Brian Gutekunst, you would assume, when he meets with the media. The rest of this um, will probably come to fruition, come to light after the fact when he talks a little more one-on-one, probably a little more detail about things in regards to uh, in regards to Aaron Rodgers and such when, when he sits down and talks with the local media. But the public stuff, uh, we're going to hear right away. Going to hear right away. Uh... What else do we have here? This one, uh, who's this from? This is from Scott. Scott says, uh, hey, unit, great show. Um, coming back to the Northwoods anytime soon. And are you doing that? Yes, we're going to do the Rice Lake Celebrity Golf Tournament, Scott. Yep, you are correct. Uh, we'll be back again this year. As a matter of fact, uh, Tom Kozer already hit me up for that. 
uh, our good buddy up there at, uh, you know, the Kozer massive media empire that is in Rice Lake. So, yes, I don't have it sitting here in front of me, the dates, but, yes, we'll be there. I know I put it in my book, so no problem. Hector says, uh, I do not have Aaron Rodgers fatigue. Let's wait it out. He gives us the best chance to win. He's our guy. Hector, you to me. Joel, uh, Joel comes across and says, uh, no Brewers baseball would equal a real boring summer, although, uh, although he says during the pandemic we all learned to do different things. Um, no word from baseball yet, by the way. Baseball has put a self-imposed 4 o'clock deadline, central time, on it. So we are creeping up on three hours yet to go before they start to cancel games uh, at the beginning of the season. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. Uh, Michael says, I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers. He is coming back. Let's worry more about whether or not the Brewers are going to be able to hit the ball this year. Last year they were terrible. Will the new batting coach bring any new insight? You know, batting coaches are, it's funny because they do take the heat for when things are really, really bad. And for the most part, rightfully so. Because sometimes it isn't about whether you have the ability to hit. It's about what you are what you are expecting when it comes to being a batting coach. Are you good at deciphering what the opponent is throwing? Have you got a good book on them? Okay. And usually you've got uh, pre-scouts and such that give you a lot of good insight. But that's that's one thing that, that you're kind of looking at. Okay. So to answer your question, will the new hitting coach bring some insight? He maybe just brings a different approach. I, I that I don't know. Maybe he just gives you something different to look at, or is able to decipher what's coming next better. But honestly, I I I don't know all the specifics of what the the new one is going to bring, and that's why we wanted to get spring training. That's why we wanted to get spring training, because then we could at least get a chance to go down there and get a little. Get a little behind-the-scenes look as you get ready for this team to come north. What's going to happen? And, you know, you, you don't get any of that. Sucks. Just sucks. Um, Tatiana says, do you think the Green Bay Packers are really going to have a shot at the NFL draft in 2024? Yes, I do. I do. I, I really do. Uh, what's what, what are the other ones? Uh, Detroit? And what's the other one? I think Washington, the new uh, the new Commanders. I think it is down to Green Bay and Washington. I don't think Detroit's in the mix. I think it's down to Green Bay and Washington, and I think Green Bay gets it. Oh, by the way, thank you very much, William. He said, "Remember uh, going back to that draft? Craig Bragg was the wide receiver. That's the guy I couldn't remember." You're right, Craig Bragg. Where'd you find that at? Do you have to go back into the draft history? Craig Bragg. Uh, let's go to Dave listening to us in Milwaukee on our newest affiliate to 920 WOKY there. The big 920. How you doing? <laughs> hey, good. I didn't know you were on 920, but that's all right. Um, hey, quick, you know, my questions come about Aaron Rodgers. Is how much is he playing the union into this? for the players coming forward. I mean, he's a calculated guy, um, you know, and and I'm a union member. And like, well, uh, let's get the most money we can so the next negotiation 
we can say that, well, this is market value and raise the salary cap. Um, I mean, kind of quick thoughts. I'm listening to it as I'm painting in my house here, but I'm yeah. thinking like, I think he's playing the game. And I, and he's all about the players. Uh, I, You know what? It's a great question because we have not thought about that. But I think at this point in time, and, and this would be, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's got enough swag where he's not, let's be honest, the, the union voted against him anyway. He doesn't give two dams about the union, I don't think, other than the guys in his locker room. Uh, he did not, he, he did. Yeah. See, last year, remember when he went to the meetings as the rep, he wanted to do away with the offseason workouts, the OTAs, the mandatory mini camps and stuff. And they, the union voted against that. So he got mad. And that was part of the reason he didn't want to come back because he's still against it. He said he doesn't want to come back for the OTAs and mini camps. He only wants to come back for training camp. So the Packers even have even acquiesced to that to say, look, you go away. You do your thing. We know you're going to keep in shape. You're good to go. So I don't think he really has the too much of the union in mind, but you're right. The union's not going to want to see him take some kind of a, a low-end sweetheart deal because they're going to want to see him get more money, which is going to raise the money for everybody else, where if he takes a lower deal and you start to see that trend for quarterbacks, well, then all of a sudden you're going to see that trend go down instead of up, where you got guys like Kyler Murray that are upset and mad that they're playing on a, a long-term deal and they're getting paid subpar, substandard, so to speak. So or at least in their eyes. So, yeah, now, the the union doesn't want to see him take less money, that's for sure. But I think at this point well, yeah, in his absolutely. career at 38, they're going to say whatever you do, you do, because it's more to him it's more about, or at least should be, more about legacy than it is about money. Because he's, he's made quite a bit of money. Oh, heck yeah. Right. So I, I'm sitting there thinking he's playing the angle from the other side for down the road for players that he wants to protect. Like, you know, Obviously, obviously Adams or somebody, you know, or players like, well, let's get the most money for these guys. I have made enough money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate the phone call, Dave, man. Enjoy it. And we're on the Big 920 in Milwaukee. And you can find us there. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Every day when I'm cruising through Milwaukee, somebody will say, I didn't know you were back. Just found out. 920. The Big 920 in Milwaukee. You can always find us over on Spotify. You can find us on Apple iTunes. You can find us on Google Podcasts. And always download the Zone app out of Madison. W-O-Z-N, the Zone in Madison. You can always take us anywhere and everywhere on the Zone app. So you're good to go there. But I don't think that the union would come down too hard on Rodgers knowing that if he wanted just legacy, I think they'd be good with that uh, as long as he doesn't go crazy and take way less than way less than than what he was deserving of so all right we got another hour yet to go we expect to hear from brian goodikens the general manager of your green bay packers hang in there a lot more coming up right after this